Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
everybody. Thanks for listening to Breakfast with Champions. Welcome to the Freedom Show that we do Fridays at 3 p.m. I am Ramon Ray, founder of SmartHustle.com, a four-time entrepreneur, best-selling author, and more. And today we're going to talk about higher paying clients, the customer journey, and so much more with three amazing guests. So once again, welcome to Breakfast with Champions. We're so glad that you are here. So glad you're with me today. And we have such, such amazing content for those who've just joined or for those who've been with us for hours, y'all know what we do. 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday to Friday, 6 a.m. to noon on Saturday in Club 111 on Sunday, live on Clubhouse. And if you ever miss a segment, or right now you're listening to a segment, but you're distracted, your kids are pulling on you, your wife is pulling on you, your husband's pulling on you, the sewer pipe just burst, don't worry about it. You can go to breakfastwithchampions.live and download the podcast and listen to it anytime you want. So with that, welcome, 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 welcome. I'm having a great day right da- right now as we do this episode. I'm at a friend's wedding, so my wife is quite annoyed at me. The guests are quite annoyed at me. The friend is quite annoyed at me. But I'm happy <laughs> because I'm with y'all on Breakfast with Champions. So that's okay. That is how we roll. But today we really have a good episode coming up, as we always do with all of our hosts and speakers. Steve Strauss is going to be up here in about 30 seconds, a USA Today columnist, author, and a longtime influencer in the small business space. He's going to talk about one big tip, maybe more, higher paying clients. Todd's going to talk to us. He was one of the uh, people behind a huge New Jersey conference called Propellify. He's a digital marketer. That was one of the biggest conferences probably in the Northeast he was part of some years ago. But he's going to talk to us about the customer journey and how we need to think about long-term. Glenn Rudin, who many of you may have seen in a variety of clubhouse rooms, is a branding expert and a lot more is inside his beautiful nugget. So we're going to hear from them today. And with that, let's get to it. It's three minutes after the hour. I don't want to waste a bit of time to make sure we bring to you all the knowledge. I feel like bringing all music or something like Tony with the key does, but all I can do is go, dun, 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 dun. Steve Strauss, welcome. That's about all I can do, Tony. Steve, you here, brother? <laughs> Unmute and say hello if you're here. Steve Strauss, I know you're in the audience. It could be hard to find that mute button, but that's all right. That's all right. If you're here, let me hear you holler. You're still on mute, Steve, so that means you are probably right now maddeningly trying to find the mute button. I may just change things up and go to Glenn real quick and put him in the driver's seat and do his segment. Glenn, if you're ready with me, why don't we switch up and go with you? Glenn, are you ready? Ramon, where you're concerned, I am always ready. (laughs) What's up, brother? We'll do your segment first. And Steve, you just unmuted. We'll continue with Glenn, Steve, and give me 15 minutes, and we'll come right back to you, Steve. But Glenn, we'll do your segment first. How are you, man? What's going on in your world? I am great. Everything is uh, is fantastic. Going through a lot of different branding and updating for uh, myself. Final touches on my a brand in your hand book, which you know well because you're actually included on that back cover with your great commentary. Um, and testimonial for me. So lots of really good stuff going on always. And uh, lots of activity here, of course, uh, on Clubhouse too. And and thrilled always to get any chance to uh, share a stage with you, Ramon, for sure. I love it. Absolutely. By the way, your avatar looks really good. Meeting your face in the yellow, you are the branding expert. So duh, obviously it is. And if you can, Glenn, it could be me because I'm getting older and, and can't hear very well. So you could be a bit faint. If you want to just adjust that mic, and I know you know how to do all that well, feel free to do that. But Glenn, I'm going to turn it over to you, brother. we got about 12 minutes in this segment, give or take. What's that one 
key tip you want to share with us, give us two or three points, and we'll have some discussion about it. But the floor is yours for one key tip for small business growth or whatever it may be from Glenn Rudin. Glenn, talk to us. Beautiful. Thanks so much, Ramon. So uh, I, I hear a lot of people on here speaking about personal branding. And one of the things I think people don't know, don't realize, don't understand, is that the moment you begin to speak, we either get your energy level, we either feel you, even if it's on an audio-only app like this, or we don't. And so very often I'll hear moderators, experienced moderators coming up on the stage. They'll introduce themselves in this sing-songy way. Well, I do this. Well, I do this. Well, I do this. And I, no, no, no. You can't get bored with your own personal brand. If you can't get enthusiastic about it, if you can't get excited about it, frankly, if you don't care about it, why are we going to? So I urge everybody, think about it before you take that mic and unmute and start speaking. Take a deep breath. Understand how important that personal brand is and how you are going to resonate to the world that is listening to you. Now, when you do this in person, Ramon, of course, you know this because nobody is more electric. Nobody's more vivacious. Nobody is more alive than you. If anybody hasn't gotten the chance to see Ramon Ray speak live in person, do a presentation live, you are really missing something. And it's incredible because the moment the switch flips, the moment that cameraman, camera person counts down three, two, one, Ramon literally lights up like a thousand megawatt bulb. He is the perfect example of exactly what I am speaking about. So with regard to your brand, before you even get to say hi, it counts. It matters. How you lean into it, what your posture is, is really, really super important. We need to know that the way you speak, the way you carry yourself is consistent with the business that you're representing. Because if it isn't, it creates dissonance and dissonance isn't good because then we start thinking, wait a minute, this person, this personal brand is not matching up with the business brand that this person speaks about. So that's the first bullet uh, underneath how branding starts before you even say hi. Why when it's out of sync, listeners and followers just don't really know what to do. You're asking us to do heavy lifting and you don't want to do that. We are lazy out here. We're lazy from a listening standpoint. We're lazy preach, preach. A... We are yeah. lazy. Yes, I am indeed. Go for it. I love it so yeah. far. Continue. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll just get this this third one out in terms of people ask all the time, uh, how do I define my personal brand, Glenn? What is my personal brand? Uh, I've got a, a sheet that I provide for people that's got a list of maybe uh, 100 adjectives on it. And you need to peruse that. You need to peruse the dictionary. You need to figure out what you want your personal brand to be. And guess what? If you haven't defined it up to now, that's okay. But put a flag in the ground now and say, hey, I'm Glenn. I'm going to be known as enthusiastic, as knowledgeable, as, as honorable, as, uh, as somebody who's really dedicated and passionate about what I do. So every time I show up, like you, Ramon, every time you show up, I get the same guy over and over again. So your branding, your personal branding is always right on. It's upbeat. It's authentic. It's knowledgeable. And it's infectious. And we always want to hear more. So I'll leave you with those three bullets right now. And then maybe we can talk about some more uh, personal branding or corporate branding. But know that the moment that mic opens up, you're on. You're on. 
and and just like the Rolling Stones or Beyonce or any performing artist, you cannot get bored with your own performance. You've got to do the thousandth introduction, the thousandth elevator pitch, the thousandth story that you tell with as much enthusiasm, with as much belief, with as much dedication as you did the first time, because the thousandth listener needs to hear it as consistently as the first listener did. I'm done, Ramon. Let's talk. Glenn, I love that. I love that. And to remind just people who are just coming on, that was Glenn Rudin. Definitely look for him. Punch on his face and follow him all over. This is Breakfast with Champions, the freedom show. I'm Ramon Ray that we do on Fridays at 3 p.m. As of right now, at least anything could change. Glenn, one thing I wanted to ask you, and Glenn, this is a tough question. So I don't even know if Glenn Rudin can deal with it, but let's see if he can. And there, the question is very related. First, Glenn, let's talk to people who have a more measured approach to how they are. Beautiful people, smart people, intelligent people. But as you know, Glenn, you deal with people all the time. We all come off differently. We have the Marcus Blacks, a personality here in Clubhouse. We have, you know, Jeff the Entrepreneur, the, the founder and visionary of all this, Glenn Lundy. These are some pretty uh, Amelia guys and gals who are kind of uh, extrovert, louder, popping type people. We have others. I'm not going to call them out. Glenn, they are a bit more measured. Hello, everybody. Welcome. And they're great people. When they drop, they drop nuggets all the time. But can you talk about the aspect of those whose voice may not be so pepperish, what do they do? Do they still have a chance? Can they win? I know they do have a chance, of course. They're powerful people. But talk to those people who may be listening to us, Glenn, who what we'd call introvert. Probably the wrong word, but I know you get where I'm going. Talk to them. What do they do? When the light's on to capture the attention, can they still be quiet and be effective? What, what do you say, Glenn? Well, you can be quiet and effective, and I think that comes back to voice modulation. And I think that comes back down, you know, when you're in person, when you can be seen. That also has to do with posture and self-belief. So, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Some of the greatest speakers in the world, you've seen them, are a bit more refined. They're a bit quieter. Uh, they're a bit more reserved in their approach, but they've got great content. But the one thing that they do all have in common, Ramon, is they do have that self-belief and that confidence. And again, the minute that the mic turns on, they step into that space. So, right, you don't always have to be a, a carnival barker to come across well, but you still have to step into the spotlight and know that it's on you and project yourself as clearly and with confidence as you can. And I think that's the key. With confidence, with a positive attitude, uh, you, you can tell when somebody's slouching and they're feeling lazy about what they're doing. And I would say anybody, anybody can always learn from taking a deep breath and stepping into, whether it's a Zoom call or an in-person call or even a phone call. You can tell when someone's lounging around versus when someone's standing up, can't you, Ramon? Absolutely. All day long, all day long. And the other question, Glenn, I want to touch and ask you about, we're not asked, just chat with you about, I was talking to a good friend of mine with a private conversation, so I'll leave it private, but getting some, I'll call it coaching from him. And just going back to, I said the opposite example, people who are a bit quieter and more reserved, but they're those of us, Glenn, loud and et cetera, which is, as you know, that's me all the time, meaning when I'm uh, you know, in a crowd and et cetera, if I'm home, I'm sitting, chilling, reading a book in the quietness. But what I'm trying to get at is that, um, is, is there also a time, Glenn, maybe where it could be too much? And I know maybe as I get older, maybe that's what it is. I've been thinking about, I am an entertainer. This is why large brands around the world hire me to entertain and perform at their events. It's a performance. This is not in a bad way, but that's what the gift God's given me. 
but yet I do realize that in some settings, I, I need to shift it, tone it, change it. So talk to that as well, Glenn, if you don't mind. You know, when we have maybe a loud brand, it's purple and orange, green, we're ah! But do those of us sometimes need to maybe, we have to be who we are, but somehow modulate it. And I know you know what I mean on that because you're a smart guy. Talk to that as well. And I'm asking you for myself because I know right. some people could own it's a bit too early or don't be so loud, but yet I'm me. Help me help me with that, Glenn. You help Ramon. Right. So that's a great question, Ramon. And I think that comes down to knowing your audience, right? There are times that that is not going to play well. But the one thing that is always consistent uh, with you, because I've always seen this firsthand, and I hope it's really consistent with me also, is when you've got great information to provide, when you've got great shares, when you've got great what you call nuggets to provide, it doesn't always have to be done at that 78 RPM speed. Depending on the crowd, depending on the time of the day, as you, you just said, and when people are absorbing the information that you're giving them. So you can take a look out at the crowd and say, which speed does Ramon need to be playing on right now in order for the largest percentage of the audience to be willing to sit and listen and take this in? So modulating that tone, modulating that volume, bringing it down just a little bit like I am now. So I'm not losing my edge. I'm not losing my enthusiasm. I'm not losing my ability to project my belief in myself and my passion. But now I'm bringing it down to a little bit more of a slower level where maybe a more conservative crowd is more willing to listen to me at this speed than they are at that higher speed. And I think that is, you know, that comes with a lot of practice and knowing how and when to modulate, when to slow it down, so that even if a guy like you, Ramon, who comes out all guns blazing and, and really over the top and always full of that tremendous enthusiasm, can read it and say, okay, you know what, they know who I am now, and now I can bring it down a bit. I've made my first impression. This is who I am. I'm a really super enthusiastic, outgoing guy, but I don't have to roll that for the entire program. I can start to gear it back and I can start to be more in line with the way they want to hear me rather than the way I want to say it. Does that make sense to you? Glenn, that makes so much sense, and I appreciate that. And I hope people are going through your bio, clicking on your links. You have so much to give, so much to offer. And I think one thing I'll do, just full vulnerability and transparency here, Glenn, uh, because of the conversation I had with someone I look up to, a friend of mine, and I probably would get some training. I've never had professional training as a speaker, but I think it's time that Ramon, even Ramon, you know, who's been speaking for 20-plus years, get some training in that. I get training and coaching in other areas, but I think I will. Glenn, before I let you go, we have about, you know, one or two minutes left. It's not a hard stop here, but can you share anything else, Glenn? Just maybe leave us with one or more tips. You do so much about messaging. I've looked through your bio and I probably have 75 questions, but what's one more thing you want to share with us? Maybe something you're always telling your clients like Ramon, every time they come to me, I'm telling them this about finding their unique, uh, you know, how they're different and then feel free to take 10 seconds just to leave uh, one tip or where we can find you at. But this has been so so good talking about really personal branding and i think ironic right it's clubhouse so you've given us a little master class with how to master an audio only app with our voice glenn rudin take it away and leave us with one more tip and then tell us the best way to reach you please okay ramon so so let's talk about this i hear people introduce themselves over and over again on clubhouse and they always put the cart before the horse we don't really care what your name is we really don't care what the name of your company is 
You need to craft a message that is engaging in and of itself. Because if people like the message, if the message resonates, if you said something, if you stated a fact that makes us realize you understand something about a topic that we don't know about, or you stated in the form of a question so that we're engaged by it because we realize you've done studying on that topic and you've pulled us in, that's how you start your pitch out. I don't care what your name is. I don't care what your company is. I don't care where you came from. I don't care how big your family is. What I want to know in your message, as crystal clear as you can make it, what is in it for me? And if I don't happen to be a potential customer, but that message is clear enough, resonates enough interest in me, then even if I'm not a customer and what Ramon Ray does, I will find somebody else who is because the message is crystal clear. So lead with your message. Know what makes you different. Know what makes you attractive. Know what makes you a reason for someone to click on your bio, your website, your face, or something else. And later on, you can throw in all the details. And, and as a final bonus tip, make sure your description of who you are on Clubhouse is very much the same. Yeah, we want to know that you're a Beatles nut or you're an exercise nut or that you climbed all the highest mountains in the world. But you know what? That is the flavor that goes down below. Up above, we want to know what's in it for us when we interact with you. So let's get those messages crystal clear. And that's why they call me the message master on this app, because that's what I love to help people understand, comprehend, and execute. I love it, Glenn. I was taking a screenshot of me, you, Steve, and Todd all together. And, of course, Dora Maria is there, TM, David, and Glenn. Good. Uh, Glenn Rudin, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome to hang out in the audience towards the end. We may leave some time for questions from everybody, you know, for all the, other, the three panelists I have. But, Glenn, hang tight. Thank you so very much, my brother, for being here today. And uh, I'll talk to you, of course, online and or uh, in the next few minutes as we get ready to close the entire segment. Thanks, Glenn. Appreciate it. I love you. it, Ramon. Thanks so much for the opportunity. I'll be listening. Cool, brother. Listen, up next is my good friend, Steve Strauss. And Steve, before you unmute, good, I see you're unmuting there. Let me just quickly do, I'm not going to do a full room reset, but just to remind everyone, you're on Breakfast with Champions. This is the Freedom Show that we do Fridays at 3 p.m. My name is Ramon Ray, and we're going to leave you with a lot of knowledge. I think, Steve, we're going to touch on today how to get higher paying clients, maybe some more. And you have a book coming out, so we want to save time for that. But Steve Strauss, how are you wherever you are in the world? Ta-da! <laughs> Ramon, ding, 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 ding. I'm a blessed man. What about you, Steve? What's going on with your world? Say hi you know, to us and give us a little introduction to who you are. I will, Ramon. But let me first say, you know, your wife might be annoyed with you, and um, your the groom might be a little annoyed with you, but we're not annoyed with you, and I'm not annoyed with you. I'm annoyed with myself because I hit the wrong mute button, but, you know, onward. Um, Absolutely. Glad you're here, and it's okay. Trust me. I, we've yeah. all done it. All over 100 hosts on Breakfast with Champions. One day we'll be talking and thinking we have something great to say. We're pouring out our heart, Steve, and then we're like seven seconds or 70 seconds into it realizing no one's hearing me. No one's hearing me. I was on mute. So, Steve, take it away. Tell us, brother, who you are uh, in a nutshell. Who's Steve Strauss? You bet. So, um, I am the, uh, I'm Steve Strauss. I am the small business columnist for USA Today. I'm a, an author and an entrepreneur, and um, I have been helping small business. My passion in life, what I love to do, is help people start 
run, grow, and succeed in their small business. And so, and I do that in all, all sorts of clubhouse and, you know, social and, you know, getting the word out. So the real blessing for me is I get to meet so many great entrepreneurs in the course of writing my column, right? I've interviewed everybody from Richard Branson to Ramon Ray to, you know, less famous entrepreneurs, and they all have something interesting to say. I have learned so many great tips and strategies along the way. And so as COVID started, I thought, man, you know, this, small businesses were hit the hardest by that, by that horrible event. And how can I help? And I started working with my publisher and we came up with an idea for a new book. It, it, as you thankfully mentioned, it's coming out in a week called Your Small Business Boom. But I took the very best ideas that I found that can help people, that can grow your business, all the top strategies and secrets and all these different ideas, and I put them together. So each chapter is a new and different way to grow your business. So it is everything from digital media to getting bigger clients, as we're going to talk about today, to branding and all sorts of things in between. So that's who I am, and that's what I'm doing these days. I love that, Steve. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Don't forget the name of his new book coming out is Your Small Business Boom. Your Small Business Boom. I'm going to get some copies and share them with my people on IG and beyond. By the way, Steve, I want to give you a little hint. You've interviewed some amazing, amazing people, but if you want your column really to be good and you want to talk to the host of the number one podcast in the stratosphere, you should talk to my friend Glenn Lundy. We'll do that offline, but your, your column, it's 99%, Steve. It's okay. But it hasn't reached the pinnacle yet because you it haven't interviewed Glenn. So you're welcome. So I'm just trying Game to help on. you. Out. All right. Glenn, Glenn is, is on tap now. Awesome. I love it. So listen, your small business boom. You have so many tips in that book for small businesses. The one thing I want to talk about today, we got about 10 minutes or so, or a little bit more, 15 minutes, you know, total time. Uh, Steve, help us understand higher paying clients. Take the floor, Steve. Give us a, a master class, a mastermind. Why do we want to do that? What does it mean? What did you learn? I know you've written about this so many times. You're talking to so many people that are struggling with profitability, struggling with pricing, struggling, wondering, wait a minute, Steve, I have clients, but I'm losing money every month. I, I have clients who are getting money in, but I can't pay myself. And I'm sure it's all wrapped into what you're going to share with us, Steve. The floor is yours. Share with us, brother. Let's hear what you have so, to say. Exactly. So let's answer that question. When I, well, I'm an attorney, uh, although I came to my senses, I don't practice anymore um, because I'm really a much better writer than I ever was. A lawyer, and when I started my content business, uh, I used to smell. I used to say, I thought, I thought, who would buy small business content? Well, chambers of commerce and things like that. And so, I had a fine little business, but I wasn't really making any money. And I thought, there's got to be a better way. And around this time, I had a friend who was in real estate, and he figured it out. He told me this story, and I'm going to share it with the people here, and, and then we're going to dive into it a little bit more. He was a real estate um, agent. He sold single-family houses, and it was fine, and, but a lot of work, a lot of driving, a lot of showings, a lot of deals falling through, a lot of work for not a whole lot of money. And then the real estate market fell out, and then he really had a problem. So he didn't know what to do, and he went to uh, a family friend who had been in real estate for 50 years, and the friend gave him the keys to the kingdom. And here's what he said. He said, look, you can do little deals or you can do big deals. You can sell single-family homes, or you could sell duplexes, apartment houses, commercial real estate. The thing is, those bigger deals make you bigger money. Those bigger deals have bigger clients, and big, this is it. Bigger clients have bigger budgets. So my friend's like, the light went on over his head. He was like, ah, and 
he had never done commercial real estate, but he also decided he was going to become a commercial real estate broker because that's where the big fish are. And he was tired of, you know, fishing for minnows. So he rebranded himself as a commercial real estate broker. He took classes in commercial real estate. He hired an assistant who was a marketing expert. He took commercial real estate brokers out to lunch. He picked their brains. He introduced himself. And at the end of that year, he only did two deals because the real estate market was so bad, but he did two commercial real estate deals. And he made just about as much money in those two deals as he had two years prior with all his little dinky, you know, single family homes and, and little small residences. So I thought that is a great idea. And around that time, I thought I got to do the same thing. I'm going to find bigger clients in my world. And I bet for most people here in our clubhouse today, you know, it's corporations, big clients with big budgets, governments, big clients with big budgets, high net worth individuals, big clients with big budgets. And I had met someone from Microsoft around that time. I was talking to them and finally I just pitched them. And lo and behold, Microsoft hired me, my first corporate client. They hired me to do a writing assignment for them that lasted for four years, made me a ton of money. And like the light bulb went off over my head as well. Like, oh, this is the secret. So of all the strategies I share in your small business boom, this is my favorite because I, I quadrupled my income at that time in two years, right, using this strategy. So it's something any of us can do. And it's something I think that's really powerful. I'm happy to explain, you know, the different ways to do it, Ramon. I love that, Steve. I love it. But Steve, one second. Can you hear that? Oh, I hear it. Oh, that's the Breakfast with Champions audience arguing with Steve Strauss and saying how wrong you are and how impossible it is, Steve. They're saying no, 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 no. Not everybody is. I'm just having some fun here with you. But <laughs> Steve, but let me push back on something here. But isn't it easier, Steve, to talk to Rebecca or Jason and just get kind of a few dollars? They're easy to work with. They're giving me the cash in a white envelope. You know, if I talk to Steve or Todd or David, they're going to be a bit more demanding. They're going if, to, if kind of the metaphor, and I'm having some fun here, but yeah. you get what I'm saying? It's like, wouldn't I rather just get a dollar and be done with it instead of trying to fight to get $25? Talk to us about that a bit, if that makes well, sense. Well, except that $25 is 25 times for probably the same amount of work. And so, look, I, what I say is think big and then think bigger. I, You know, I tell the story in the book of, this, these two guys who moved to L.A., they were animators, right? And they wanted to, you know, create, do some animation in movies or something. And they knew that the big fish that they could get was Disney. So what did they do? They rented office down the street from Disney. And they opened up a little two-person shop in a little, you know, little office. But they went out every day. They, they uh, networked. They talked to people. To this day, Disney is their biggest client. Now, are they happy they talked, they met the Disney people and schmoozed the Disney people? Or would they have been happier had they found a smaller client, uh, you know, Todd down the street or whoever it is? I think they're pretty happy that they make major animation for major corporations and major movies. So, again, there's two ways to do it. Either you find them or they find you. These are the two ways to find these corporate or government clients. You find them. Or they find you. Now, of those two, preferably, they finding you 
is the best. And you know, you're a good example of this, Ramon. You've created a really great small business brand, but lots of people have created all sorts of great brands in their business. If you are, in fact, able to create a great brand and you have a great site and you have great social and you put out great content and you do your content marketing, you're going to build your visibility. And as you build that visibility, people are going to notice you. And then if you get some big money clients, then you can put that on your website. You can put that in your social. You, you think I, I talk about Microsoft to this day? You, you freaking bet I do, right? And that's what any of us should do. So you get, you get the first pickle. You, you get the first client. You mention it, you do great work, and then you can take it from there. Now, how do you find them? If they don't find you, you got to go do some prospecting. That's how we do it. I think that's powerful, Steve. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Listen, it's about 30 minutes into the hour, and I just want to let you all know this is Breakfast with Champions, the freedom show that we do 3 p.m. on Fridays. My name is Ramon Ray, host of this segment, joining about 100 and growing other people who host their show shows a diversity of people with different views, different thoughts, but we are like-hearted together to motivate, educate, and inspire you all to grow your business or just live a better life. And as Glenn Lundy preaches and preaches all the time, so we can have wake up better, start our days off better, and live better lives. To remind you all, we're not just on Clubhouse. If you're listening to me live, that's awesome. Thank you. But we're not just on Clubhouse. We are also on all other podcasting platforms as well. Twitter, check us out. Facebook, check us out. LinkedIn, check us out. And everywhere else as well. Steve Strauss, back to you for about five more minutes. And just hit that little mute button, Steve, when you're not speaking so we have a clean sound there. Um, but um, talking about how to find clients, Steve, you mentioned the word prospecting and things like this. I'd love you to share about that a bit. Any tips on that? Or, Steve, feel free to mention any of the other tips that may be in that book that we can learn it about five minutes that we have in the rest of our segment together steve what do you have what else do you have for us thing for a second um of course we could all prospect online and we should right i mean linkedin i know linkedin has has its problems and it seems like a lot of spam and you accept you accepting from people and they all just want something from you but in fact linkedin is a pretty incredible b2b tool and i have a friend who has a really, I'll tell another quick story, who has a great business where he sells high-end products to world-class athletes, people we've all heard of. He began his business from LinkedIn. So he has an athletes he wanted to meet. He targeted them as his big clients. He didn't know these athletes. You know, well, how am I going to get in touch with these athletes? They're very, very hard. You know, they have, they have barriers up, appropriately so. He went on to LinkedIn. And he typed in the name of the athlete, in particular, you know, a couple that he was looking for. And he found people he knew on LinkedIn who were one connection away or two connections away from the athlete. And so he, then he asked his friend, who, had, who was the first connection, hey, could you introduce me to so-and-so? Or you can introduce me to the person who knows so-and-so. And he did his work. You know, it was, there was a lot of due diligence and calls that didn't lead anywhere and emails that didn't lead anywhere. But there was a couple that did lead somewhere, and he ended up getting his first athlete. He pitched him his the, the product he wanted to sell them. The athlete, in fact, loved it and bought it. And then he got, again, he got his first deal. So once he had his first deal, he could say, hey, I work with, you know, Steph Curry or, or you know, Kareem or whoever it was, right? So any of us, again, can do that. Um, you go on to LinkedIn, you find some people in the industries that you think might be interested in buying what you have to sell, 
you find out who the VP in your area is or who the procurement person is or who, uh, you know, someone in your area might be who might be interested in what you have to say. And then we do what we do in business, which is we put our best foot forward and we tell them how great we are and how we can help them and make their life easier and take things off their plate and I'll, I'll solve this problem for you. If we do that, people are going to listen to us and they're going to want to hear from us and they're going to do, they're going to buy from us and we're going to get bigger. Yeah. What do you think? You think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you think Steph Curry have some money to spend? You bet. So you, in your industry, who are those people? Who are those corporations? Let's find them. And then one counterintuitive idea I really like that works is instead of just sending another email, because how many emails do we all get? Send them something physical. Send a package with a little doodad in it. Hand address it. Make it noticeable. If you get a hand addressed envelope with a little, you know, it's kind of chunky and it's, you know, from someone like, oh, I'll open. Oh it. yeah, so I've got those. Really going to get someone's attention. <laughs> I've got those envelopes. Go ahead, Steve. I was just affirming right. to you. Sorry, no, I've got those envelopes. I have to open up each one. Attention. Well, what do you think when you get those envelopes? Yeah, you got to open them, man. You're like, you don't even know what it is. It could say dog mess in it. You still got to open it. But go ahead, continue. This right. is great. Way more than you're going to open the 85th email of the day, right? So absolutely. That's you know that's the essential idea. Find the people who can help you, who have these bigger budgets, and who need what you have to sell. Figure out how you're going to make their life easier because that's what people buy. They don't buy your brand and your name. Your brand and your name is going to give you credibility, but what they really want is for you to solve their problem. If we do that, then all of a sudden we're going to have big name clients with big name budgets who are paying us big bucks. And you know what? Life is easier when that happens. Absolutely, Stephen. I think it's interesting what you're saying that everybody, most all humans want to help one another. And two things I think to do that, Steve, what I'm, one thing I'm hearing you say is just ask, just Ask. ask, but how do you ask? Yes, and how do you ask, Steve? I think, A, first show yourself valuable. Prove yourself. Show yourself, as, as Glenn Lundy quotes from a book, all oftentimes, The Like Switch, he, he told me about this and told all of us, one of his probably favorite books, the, uh, and Glenn Lundy's reference, again, this is, give him props for this, is called The Like Switch, but make yourself likable. So I think after you do that, you get the attention, you get noticed, then you can ask. I mean, you take a look at Breakfast with Champions. At, Steve, 100 of us host this room on, on a week-to-week -week basis, We've gotten to know each other pretty well. Anybody can ask me for any question, you know, any connection, and I know I can ask them for any connection. You and I have done business like this. You and I are in similar spaces. I mean, the companies come to me and say, Ramon, you know, we have a $100,000 deal. We'll give that to Steve. But when they have the $2 deal, Steve, they come to me. So you and I, you know, we work together. Steve, what else do you have for us? we got a minute or two to go, and I want to give you space just before so you do that. Just I'm loving all of this. I just want to let you all know. Ramon, I'm loving oh. this. I'm loving this. This is great stuff. Oh, Glenn, thanks for being here. By the way, Steve, Charles, me, Glenn, Lundy, the visionary founder of Breakfast of the Champions. So Glenn and Steve, I know y'all going to have a conversation one day. And Steve, you got to put Glenn Lundy on the front page of USA Today. Glenn, what do you think about that? <laughs> hey, hey, you know what, Ramon? You just did that for me. When I was writing my book, there was somebody I wanted to meet who I thought would really be helpful for my book. You, you know that person. I asked you. You're, you very kindly because you really like to give. And, you know, it's a lesson for all of us. You teach me that often, Ramon. And that's not just a platitude. That's a real lesson you have taught me in this world. But I ask you, you help me. And like, oh, my God, how great is that? So people do want to help. That is one of the things I have really learned. People want to help, but they don't know you need help. And they don't know you're maybe looking for, let's go back to where, what I was talking about. They don't know you're looking for a big money client, or they don't know that you're trying to uh, get find someone in Microsoft, or they don't know that you that they might know somebody that you need unless you tell them and unless 
you ask them and you will find and we have found in the world you know you ask and uh you may just receive so uh, th that's a great way to wrap up, you know, this segment of what we're talking about getting help. You know, I talk about it in the book and I give a lot more detailed strategies. Um, but you know, that's the essential idea. And it's a big idea, a big idea that can make a big difference in anyone's business. I think I know. Absolutely. Steve Strauss, listen, love having you here with us. If you can hang with us for the next, uh, whatever, you know, minutes we have to four, that'd be great. Cause at the, towards the end, I probably will open up the panel for all Steve, but listen, this has been Steve Strauss. Click on his face. Ramon, follow him. One thing. You can say two more things, I, brother. Go before, for it. I would be remiss as an entrepreneur if I didn't say people can go to smallbusinessboom.com, get some great freebies, and get the book. Okay, now my entrepreneurship sale is over. Now, <laughs> Steve, <on>. but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear you the first time, though, Steve. What's the website? Smallbusinessboom.com. Did you just say smallbusinessboom.com? I said small business. Boost. All right. <laughs> Steve, hang tight with us if you can. Everybody, again, this is Ramon Ray. We're on Breakfast with Champions. And just mute that mic, Steve, if you don't mind. Breakfast with Champions. We are so glad that you are here with us today. This is the Freedom Show, where, for the time being, I tend to bring two or three guests of mine, friends of mine across all industries, to help you grow your business. And get ready, because hopefully about five minutes or so, 10 minutes to the hour. I'd love to open up the mics for all to ask our guests questions or have some fun. We always like to do that. I know we have so many people coming up over the next few hours, but I'm having a good time uh, angering some of the guests at the wedding that I'm at right now. Todd Genatasio. Welcome, oh, my brother. Man. How are you? That was beautiful, Ramon. Thank you so much. I, I love that. That was an excellent pronunciation. Um, and and thank you so much for having me here. Thank you so much for being here. I mean, I, I apologize to your wife and the and the party behind you, but sounds like you'll at least get to jump like right from breakfast with champions into a great celebration. So I think that's a nice way to start your weekend. I love it. I love it how you package that and put that together. Indeed. Todd, you and I first met, got to know each other at Propellify, which is I think still gonna happen coming up in a few weeks or months. Yes, and one sir. of the biggest yes. If anybody would go. like to get in there for free tickets, please uh, tap over my profile, shoot me a DM. I can hook you up with some free tickets, October 6th for Propellify. Be careful. You may have 140 million people uh, hitting you <laughs> up for tickets. Okay, but uh, I first met Todd at Propellify, one of the biggest, or, or the, or one of the biggest kind of feck education events mm -hmm. in the Northeast, New Jersey. Thousands of people were crammed outside a few years ago. So Todd, feel free to take a minute or two, unpack who you are, why you're so cool, and uh, feel free to launch <laughs> right in that one tip we're going to talk about today, which is all about the customer journey and thinking long-term. Todd, the floor is yours. Thank you very much, Ramon. I appreciate it. I just crossed 10 years in business as an entrepreneur. I started my marketing agency in June of 2011. Um, and ever since then, I've really been uh, working with clients. And, and then as I've grown as an entrepreneur, became a partner and advisor in a bunch of stuff, Propelify being one of those things, which is where we met. Um, but really just on this mission to empower entrepreneurs and small business owners to really be able to launch and grow and create expansion and abundance in this world that we live in. And, um, you know, part of that thing on my journey has been talking about this customer journey that you mentioned. Um, and I will even plug a little book here. And Ramon, a special prize if you could tell me what book this is from, but there's a whole section that's called The Secret Sauce, Fans Before Customers. What book is that from? Like maybe so several celebrity CEO. <laughs> that's celebrity CEO right there from Ramon Rice. So there's an oh, thank book. you, brother. I, um, I love the stuff that you're putting out. That's why, you know, we, we vibe so well together. But, you know, something that I've noticed uh, over the last year and a half, two years, um, a lot of clients are coming on board, have not really had that online presence before, which has now become, 
obviously so much more uh, of an obligation for everybody to be online and reach their customers. But a lot of the expectations or hope anyway, is that I'm going to start marketing. I'm going to post on Facebook. I'm going to get on Clubhouse. I am going to run an ad online somewhere. And all of a sudden, I'm going to start getting my phones ringing, people sending me uh, you know, inquiries for business, and, and money's going to start flowing in. Well, unless your business is selling something that's, you know, on the checkout shelf at the supermarket, you know, it's really more about how do you build a relationship with your target audience? Because that's where your sales are going to come from. They're not going to come from strangers on the internet. They're going to come from the fans that you build around your brand, right? And some stats that back this up, and, and I heard this from Dean Jackson. I like to give him the credit uh, as the source, and I wish he would publish it somewhere so I could link to it. Um, but he ran a study that showed that 80% of customers buy from a brand more than 90 days after the first interaction. And so if your entire strategy as a business is to promote products and services to get someone to buy from you right away, you are going to miss out on the entire game. And the problem with that is like running uh, uh, trying to win a football game where every play you just throw a Hail Mary, right? You're not trying to move down the field and get closer to the end zone. But you just keep launching down the field, missing these long passes, and then you run out of runway for your business and you're done. So you have to think in terms of the long game, right? What can you do over the course of four months at a minimum, right? Like let's break through that 90 days. We're, we're talking 120 days. How do we create that strategy that engages people Right. And that is the permission for you, me, everyone else here as entrepreneurs. It's the permission to be patient and play the long game because all of us are so excited about the products and services we have to offer. We want to get them out to the world. We want to serve people. But in doing so, in rushing that process, we miss out on the entire opportunity. And so thinking about how do we do things like get into clubhouse rooms or create content that puts us out into the pathway of our audience? How can we serve them with some value first, get them paying attention and engaged with us? And, and Glenn, who was up first here, had a, you know, he, he had a great uh, spiel there where he talked about no one cares about really your history or, or your about us or, or anything about you until they understand what's in it for me and having them really understand and build a relationship with the business first. And then maybe they will start to care more about your history when they when they get into that. But really it comes from, let's play this long game. How can we put ourselves out and introduce ourselves to the market, learn about them, be active listeners and serve them through content, through education, through value and nurturing them over the course of time, right? So that we're building a fan base that then becomes our customers. And that's where the real wins are. And that's the key to long-term success. But it's also the key to short-term success because there is no short-term success. So when we aim too short, when we play too small, when we try to move too quick, we're going to fall flat and we're not going to last. And so that's really why I, I love getting in and preaching about this customer journey because it's something that so many businesses are missing. And it's really the key to reaching our customers, developing relationships, and actually building a business that can serve and expand and create abundance. I love that, Todd. I love that, Todd. I'm going to see, Todd, really how good you are at what you say you're doing. <laughs> uh, I'm bringing up now the uh, – I'm just looking at a profile. Nicholas Maza. He's in the audience. Mm -hmm. All right, Nicholas. Let me see if I can see. Uh, okay. It says mathematics enthusiast, psychology, bachelor's and master's degree, entrepreneurship minor. And Nicholas is a mm. tutor. 
Seems like a small I business. I think. Good, you see that. So, I got and Nicholas, if you're listening, I'm not picking on you. I just brought up your profile to see what happens. I want to see if Todd is really as smart <laughs> as he says he is. This is some so let's say here. Nic Nicholas wants to do build a tutoring business mm -hmm. and play with me here, Todd. How yes, can he use it. what you just said yep. to build a tutoring business? So in, you know, by the end of December, he has a nice little base of clients that he's serving and say can provide for his family or whatever Todd's trying to do. Can you use mm -hmm. that scenario in brief and walk me yep. through at a high level what you were saying? Let's talk to Nicholas Maza. Go for it, Todd. This is great. And Nick Nicholas should understand this a lot as, as a psychology major here, right? And he's got his master's in psychology. So really like thinking about how do we lay this out? And so first of all, what you want to do, and, and a lot of the stuff Glenn said before is great as well, about finding that message and knowing who your audience is, right? Knowing how to serve them. So who is it that we're going to tutor? Are we tutoring uh, elementary school kids, middle school kids, high school kids? Elementary school kids, kids. yes. Okay. Nicholas wants to tutor elementary school kids. And Nicholas, if you're listening to us and you're screaming, no, just play <laughs> with me, Nicholas. Okay, Nicholas wants to tutor elementary school kids. I'll be for Nicholas. Right. Go for it. What's next? Okay, so we're tutoring elementary school kids, which really means we got to communicate with the parents, right? The parents are going to be the audience that we want to reach. So parents of elementary school kids are probably thinking and feeling like, oh man, you know, my kid is so smart. I, I see all the potential in them, but why are they just getting C pluses, right? I know they could be B plus A students if they just yes, well, nudge yes, in the right yes, direction, but they don't, yes. they don't listen to me because I'm their parent, right? And, um, and so, Nicholas, you need to speak to that. Like, let's talk to the parents and say, hey, does your kid have major potential? And you know they could be a B plus A student, but they're just, they're just in that C range. They just need the right guidance, someone that they'll actually listen to and someone that can make it fun and engaging so that they will take the time and do the right things that will make them raise their grade up a full level, right? So here are a few tips that I have for parents to get your kids more interested in raising up the grade. Because if a kid doesn't want to get better grades, then why would they take action, right? So here's some free content, Nicholas, you could put out for your audience of the parents of elementary school kids, right? Some tips that will get their kids interested and wanting to get better grades. Why should elementary school but kids Todd, care that Todd, they get better Todd, grades? Yes. Todd, let me, just, let me just stop you right there, Todd. Let's do it. I think, you're, I think here you're getting, you're full of it now. Yeah. This is what, now you're, now you're getting me upset. If okay. I give all this content away, Todd, mm, they're not yeah. going to want to hire me. So, yes, Todd, yes. there's your first mistake. I can't okay. give all this away because then they're not going to want to hire me. Come on, Todd. Go ahead. Well, Ramon, you know that's not true because of a couple of reasons, particularly with this audience. Even if you give parents the tips, the kids aren't going to listen to the parents. There's a You will know this quote uh, verbatim, I bet, which I do not, but it's something along the lines of a prophet is uh, not respected in his hometown. Right. So are you familiar yes, with that? Yes. That yep, yep, got it. Mm -hmm. right. Very, very similar with parents. So give parents all the tips that you want that they would love to hear, because number one, they are not professionals at implementing these tips. So they will be educated on, oh, these are the things that would love. But what but but I need to get my kid to listen. They're not listening to me. I need Nicholas. They'll listen to Nicholas. He's the professional here. He's the one who knows what they're doing. Right. So you want to demonstrate your expertise with these tips. And then parents, yeah, of course, there's going to be a small percentage of parents who are able to implement them successfully. And there's going to be a bunch of people who see these tips and they're going to think to themselves, oh, I tried it and it didn't work and it's going to fall flat. But there will be a nice size audience that you can get them paying attention to you, loving the stuff you're putting out, saying, man, Nicholas is a genius. These tips are phenomenal. I know they will help my, my kid become a better student. Now they're paying attention to you. You've demonstrated your expertise, Nicholas. You're dripping these things out. Maybe you put out a tip every week on Facebook or Instagram for your followers to see, get them engaged, right? You show them how to get kids interested 
in wanting better grades, right? But that's not helping the kid get better grades. So we're also kind of doing a little adjacent content, right? We wanna get, get our audience bought into the process, right? Not just giving them the free tips on how to do it. So we're doing a whole combination of those kind of things. I think, why don't you demonstrate your expertise also by grabbing some ideal clients and doing Facebook Live or Instagram Live or a Clubhouse Room and talk them through, give some free consulting, just like Ramon we're doing right now and show them what they could do and, and that you're the person who can help them, right? And so as you put these small pieces out, you're nurturing them, you're building equity in the relationship with people over time. And now you have people paying attention to you. Today is September 24th, right? So three months from now, ooh, is tomorrow's three months from Christmas? Holy moly, I gotta check my shopping list. Um, <laughs> man, but um, but now all of a sudden he we have this holy end of moly. year. Holy <laughs> <laughs> so You know it, Glenn. <laughs> Now, Nicholas, I, I, I implore you to actually start this tomorrow, where now you have the time to build up this audience. Now you have the time to set yourself up for that end of year promotion that you can run to your audience that you've built over the last three months. And we are about three months into the school year at that point, where now you could say, hey, the, the marking period just ended. Your kid, you know, you thought they were going to do a little better. They wanted to do a little better, but it just didn't happen. Well, what are we going to do for the rest of this year? This is the 2022 tutoring program that's going to kick off the next so that you can improve whatever your grade was last marking period. Next marking period, we're going to make it better. Here's our implementation process you guys are familiar with because you've been following me for the last couple months. And if you sign up before December 31st on our end of year promo, you're going to get special pricing, et cetera, et cetera. So actually, today is the perfect day to start a three-month marketing campaign where you build an audience and run an end of year promo. And it also period ending thing um you can uh boost off of there so and nicholas talk, this was perfect talk, perfect day for you to attend i i love this and talk you're breaking up just a slight bit so in case you're getting excited just hold still <laughs> we have nine minutes to go and nicholas right. listen if you're hearing me nicholas and if you want to give todd a big hug or a handshake <laughs> and todd if you're free on november 5th to the 7th i will buy you both a ticket to the grow for god conference in lexington kentucky five to seven november that I will be at, and I hope you all come to. So Todd and Nicholas, wow, I will buy you a ticket to the conference if you can come so you both can meet each other and say hi. So it's Grow for God, or you can look at breakfastwithchampions.link, and you can see, by the way, Glenn Lundy, Sarah McCord, and all of our other hosts there as well. Todd, you have dropped so much science on us. One more tip for us, Todd, and how can we reach you? Because what i like to do, Todd, if you don't mind in this segment, I want to open the mic and see if anybody has a direct question for you, Todd, Steve Strauss, or Glenn Rudin in the nine minutes we have. But, Todd, why don't you leave us with one more tip and feel free to brag about yourself and how we can reach you uh, before we open up the full set of mics. Well, thank you very much, Ramon. I mean, I think, you know, my last tip is take advice from everybody who's been on stage today and is always here that comes up to serve. Uh, the audience, right? And if you take that mentality into your business and your marketing, remember that great marketing is really helpful. It's not hypey, right? How can you get up and serve and be helpful and show up consistently? And that's going to, to help you win the long game. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So with that, we have nine more minutes to go again. This is Breakfast with Champions, the Freedom Show. And uh, if you have a question, if you can just do this again, Steve Strauss is up here. Thank you for being here. Punching his face and look at him. Todd, Genatasio, thanks for being here. Look at his face and, and check him out as well. And Glenn Rudin in about nine or eight more minutes that we have. So if you have a question, simply do this. Listen carefully. Just unmute and say your own name. I will hear you and call upon you. I hear noise. Unmute and say your name. Jude. 
Jude. Jude, floor is yours. And ask your question away. Jude, it's so good you're here. I'm honored. You're like a legend in our community. Go for it. <laughs> well, listen, I would say the same thing right back to you, my dear. So great to be with you. Um, yeah, I'm listening to this. And, and the advice that I would just absolutely love, and I just tuned in a few minutes ago when Glenn tuned me in, uh, I have a, a brilliant in-person coaching program that is highly successful, high-established high, high entrepreneurs. We want to, in addition, still keep our in-person, especially now that we are being able to get back in person in the world. We want to launch online so that we can reach a lot of people who can't fly into L.A. You know, to come into this program. So, best advice. Everyone says capture email addresses. I am vulnerable in the social media space, which is one of the reasons I'm on Clubhouse, because I've met great people and I'm learning about getting email addresses. What do you think should be one of our first steps in terms of content is there? I just want to say that we're in our fifth year. Great content, great successes, longevity with our clients, our members. How would you first launch your first, first foray into the online space? I love it. Great Thanks. question. By the way, that is Jude, one of 100 hosts on Breakfast with the Champions. Click her link and follow her. Steve, I saw you unmute. Fire away your quick answer. And Todd, if you have one, then we'll have one more question. And by default, I'm going to turn it to Glenn. But Steve, the floor is yours. Thank I you. think you may have an answer. You're welcome, Jude. Steve, go yeah, for it, brother. You bet. Jude, here's, here's what I would say. There are some really great online course creation systems, tools, websites. One is called, uh, 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 sorry, uh, Coachable. Uh, think if think ific is the one I like a best. I like best. You can go to these sites, take your course, turn it into an online course, and then you send it out to your list. You 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 use your social media, you find new people to find it. But if you have a great, elegant, professional online course that's been done well, and they also have marketing, one of those sites like Think Ific can really help you uh, take it to the next level. I think. Steve, I love it. Todd, you want to add something? Please go for it, brother. Yeah, for sure. Jude, just to clarify, so I give a good answer here. I know um, Steve tackled the online presence portion of it. I agree. Thinkific, uh, Kajabi is another good yeah. one that I like. Um, but And you, you mentioned email list. Are you looking, you, you need to start growing your email list? Yeah, we do, because this is not okay. for my already established executive clients and people that are already in the program. It's for people who I'm not reaching, who don't know me, you know, don't know my yeah. reputation. Yeah, I, yeah. Before, before you continue, just one thought. I, 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 it, was, it cut out when he was saying what coachable... Uh, what what website? It was something significant. I can't remember when he said go to. I'm off. I can't. I believe Thinkific was the one he mentioned. Thinkific.com. Yep. Think I'll DM it to you, Jude. In fact, as well. Hey, Todd, what's your tip? Fabulous. Thank you. Yeah. So I would say to start building your email list, that you can use one of those platforms or on your regular website, set up a landing page with an email capture form, and uh, put together either a a short 10 minute video or a three page PDF, and just think. Who is your who is your target audience? Who's your avatar, right? And uh, what mistakes are common that they're making? And let's say, for the sake of this, like uh, high performers, you said it was. Um, you help high for performers with what? Well, it's their it's their entrepreneur. And you're breaking up a slight bit, Jude. But Todd, give the high level, yeah, and so, we'll get to the next one. Yeah. Just give the high level. Yeah, give the high level. Sure, What's your sure, overall sure. advice for Jude. Yeah, so we want to say, you know, uh, some kind of free PDF or short video that uh, explains either a few high-level mistakes, like we mentioned before for Nicholas, um, or a few resources or tools, or how to think about uh, what solving their problem is, right? So if it was high performers to become speakers, I, I, I might be gapping that, but 
you know, the three mistakes new, uh, you know, high performers make when they try to start their their speaking career. Uh, sign up below. In this, you'll discover uh, X, Y, and Z bullet point, and you put a little e first name and email address. You make a, a very simple three-page PDF or a 10-minute video where you address your target audience. You explain the the desired outcome they have. You're a high performer who wants to be a speaker, and we want to help you get there. When when you start going down this path, the most common mistakes we see are. A, B, and C, and then you kind of go into them a little bit, and then you can tell them after that, you know, if you'd like to start solving that problem, we have here's your next step, and you can give them the next step. I, I really in order like to that so much. Yeah. And in order to promote that, you know, you're on Clubhouse already. You said you have a ton of content, so wherever you currently have attention of your audience, just always tie it back when you're talking. Like if if I, for if I had something like that, I would be saying, you know, thanks for listening to me today. Um, I had a great time. Thank you, everybody. If you're interested, you can get my free resource over at you know yourwebsite.com/slash big mistakes. And uh, I'd love for you guys to check that out and, and get in and you'll be, that'll help guide you on your first steps, right? So wherever you currently have attention, wherever you're putting things out, always, you can always just reference back to that in your content. Thank we you. And thank you for, for talking to me. And if you all would DM me, this was fabulous because I'm walking. I can't see you, but I can hear you. We did because of Clubhouse, just to tell everybody here, because of Clubhouse, I did create a, people were asking for it, a delegation. People just DM me to delegate. That's one of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs make and clarity about their business. I created those because of Tom Challen. We were in a room together. He's off on this breakfast with champions. Thank you for the space. Please DM me. Great to meet you. And I can't wait to continue the conversation. Thank you. Hey, Jude. Back thank you. I'm honored. Jude. I'm honored that you asked a question. We got time for literally one quick question, and that's going to go to Glenn automatically by default, and then we will close the session out. Unmute, say your name, and we'll take the next question. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, the floor is yours. Quick question, and then we're going to close this session in literally three minutes. What's your quick question, Jeffrey? Thank you so much. Monday through Friday, time management and priorities. What's your suggestions, any any of the, the top guests, on um, doing business Monday through Friday? Time I love it. Glenn, what's your – thank you, Jeffrey, so much. Glenn, what's your quick answer for time management? Jeffrey, you know what? This is what I learned. When are you the most productive? Because for me, I'm super creative in the morning. I get up at 4.50. I'm at my desk at 5.15, and I spend the next two hours doing anything creative that involves – my creativity, what I love doing, what I'm passionate about, because I'm not worried about answering emails. I don't hear the phone ringing. There's no disturbances from the world. So I get up early. That's when I'm most creative. That's when I've got the most energy. That's when I can pour the most into it. That's when I get the most done. And that would be my advice to you to find that moment. Some, for some people, it's you know midnight to, to two. And they had that same kind of zone of genius and creativity right then. So what's yours, what's yours, and make sure when you're in it that you're doing the most productive, the most valuable work that you do uninterrupted because you're giving yourself the best chance to create the best things that you do in the time when you are most productive at doing what you are great at. Does that make sense to you? Great it at. does make sense. Glenn Uden, thank you for being here. Todd, thank you for being here. Steve? Thanks for being here, my brothers. Really appreciate it. I hope you all come again. Steve, don't forget that front page article about Glenn Lundy building breakfast with champions. <laughs> Steve thinks I'm joking, Glenn. I'm so serious. He doesn't even understand. Oh, I so uh, know you're not. <laughs> your small business boom, Steve's book. <laughs>
Hey, everybody, again, thank you for joining me. Our next session is going to be here in about one more minute from the amazing, the amazing daughter Maria. She pours into us all the time, talking about stories, talking about how to take your business, your life forward. All her sessions are fire or good. And I want to remind you all, the best thing you can do for yourself, for yourself, not for me, for yourself, is to share this community with somebody else. Everybody in the Ray household knows it. People in my church know about it. People who are Uber drivers know about it. I tell everybody how you start your day, how you wake up in the morning, how you doing this. Do you hit your snooze? Do you know what 75 Heart is? Do you know what 7-Day Challenge is? Do you know what the Grow for God Conference is? I mean, I tell everybody because this, and I'm, I'm a grown man. I've started four companies, sold two companies, but Breakfast with the Champions has changed or been a part of a change in my life, and I share that with you all. With that, again, thanks for listening to Breakfast with the Champions. This is Ramon Ray, The Freedom Show, every Friday until it changed at 3 p.m. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.